The rules you have, are they rules you need? Or are they the rules that are keeping you at your 75%? The rules that are keeping you at the 50%? The rules that are keeping you at your 30%, right? That's where the energy comes up. That's where the piece of the puzzle comes for you to change your future one day at a time. All right, so welcome back to the Live 100 Podcast. This is the place you come if you want to take action in your life today to break the bad habits, build your future, and magnify the results. And today we're going to talk about new rules, no rules. So I want to take you back to a time here where I really wasn't performing at the level of my life that I know and knew I could to. However, at that moment, even though I knew I could do more, I just didn't know how to start, right? I didn't know how to get myself out of the gate. I didn't know how to take energy and action and put it into perspective and say, okay, here's the step I'm going to do today, right? Because usually that first step is the hardest thing to do. And I came upon that I said, okay, I'm just going to run a marathon. And so the idea of just saying I'm going to do something sounds great, right? Because now I can go tell my friends, I'm going to run a marathon, right? You could think about anything. I'm going to go do this. But when you put it into perspective, you know, why should they believe me? Why should they believe that I was going to do something? Because I just said I was going to do something. And so it sounds good on paper, but I haven't done anything yet. And so I did. I got out and did that marathon, right? And it was something to the part, but then I got stuck in that process where I could just do a marathon. I wouldn't do other things. I would just do a marathon because I was now comfortable doing it, right? So the marathon, which was my elevated performance from where I was, became my new norm. And so it set the stage that I got comfortable on this plateau until one day I decided that I was going to do a 50-mile race. And going into this 50-mile race, I said, okay, I'm just going to do just like I did with a marathon, right? I'm going to get out there, I'm going to run the uphills, and I'm not going to get my feet wet. Well, lo and behold, three miles into this race, it's too steep to run, right? So I'm up into the Ithaca Mountains, and it was just too steep to run. The fourth mile in was the first of four rivers to cross. So I came up with this thought is that new rule is no rules. Because I want to ask you this question. I want to ask you What are the rules in your life that are keeping you on the plateau, that are keeping you at the 75% or the 50% or the 9% that is really set the stage for where your life is today? What are those rules? What is the piece of the puzzle here that you need to break, right? That you need to change, that you no longer need to live by those rules. You need to set new rules, new expectations. Think about it. Answer for yourself. If you think about the rules that you live your life by, Are they rules that are serving you? Are there rules that are giving you action to take action to get to that next stage? Or are they just some rules that you live by now because maybe they were just ingrained to you through school or through your family or just what you watch on the news? And if you broke those rules, right? If you broke that pattern, how would your life change? You know, I didn't know this, but you know that 45% of your day is built on habits that you repeat day on day on day. And if you look at your day, That 45% of habits that you repeat each and every day, can you actually say they're good habits? Are there habits that you've built into your life? Are they bad habits that you now repeat day and day and day because that's just become your plateau? And we're not meant to plateau. We're here to grow. We're here to gain traction. We're here to build momentum. We're here to change the lives of others. That's what we do at Live 100. We are here to break our bad habits, to build the momentum, to magnify your success. And so if magnifying your success means going from you know, buying one rental house to buying a massive apartment community, or it's going from running a marathon to running a 100-mile race, or it's 
going from just getting up from actually not doing anything to going out there to start working out? Or it's what is the answer for you? What are the rules you have in place today that should no longer serve you? What is the one that you can break? What is something that you can do right now to change your outcome, to change your future, to change the perspective of where you should go? I want you to think about this, right? We have so little problems today, but we make big problems of the problems we have. Just think about hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, right? Just the sake of a child being born and surviving was this nominal idea that it was just this miracle that the child would get there, right? There's no vaccines, you had a plague, you're apart. And if the child survived, the chance that the mother would survive, right? Whole different avenue. And here you are today, sitting in front of us, having all these parts that we create problems just to have problems, right? We are making problems just for the sake of making sure we had problems in our life. Well, if you ask yourself, well, all these problems I have, are they real problems? Are they things that are really prohibiting me from where I want to go? If I have generated these problems upon myself by putting in the habits each and every day that are now bad habits that have created where I come to in my future. You are born each day and from the day you are born into the day you die, you are constantly dying a little bit each day. And as you go through the trajectory of your life and you look at your tombstone, is it the date you're born and then a downward slope to the date you are dying? Or is there this great peak where you've created so much value, so much energy that you can look behind you and say, this was a life well lived. If we want to be the change, then we have to be the change, right? If we want to see change in the world, then we have to be the change of what Gandhi says. He says this in the perspective that he puts out there that we want the world to show up and give us what we want, but we are not willing to show up and be the change that's meant to change the outcome of where we're going. So think about your day today. Think about the rules that you have in front of us. Think about all of the potential that you're leaving on the sidelines, right? Because you're not giving it your all. You're setting your stage to live in these certain roles. Think about this on any level, right? Think about playing sports. You go from elementary school into high school and then those go to college and then goes to the pros. The ones that go to the pros, it's because they no longer work by the rules that worked in college, that worked in high school, right? Or maybe it was their talent that got them from you know elementary to high school to this great college, but it doesn't get them to the pros because at college, they didn't have the discipline to put in the work, to learn the game, to be a student of the game, to really elevate to the level. And then when they got to the level up there, they let other things outside their control, right? They let money, fame, the energy, just all these things come into their life that ruins their path to be a success that they could be because they weren't disciplined. They weren't accountable to themselves. So as you think forward today, you ask yourself, the rules you have, are they rules you need or are they the rules that are keeping you at your 75%, the rules that are keeping you at the 50%, the rules that are keeping you at your 30%, right? That's where the energy comes up. That's where the piece of the puzzle comes for you to change your future one day at a time. So really kind of change the narrative here, the 10 spoon theory. So for you, any of you out there listening who have kids, right? When you have a child, right? Lots of times you're not going out. You're not having dinner. You're not socializing. You're not getting out there because you're worried that, you know, the baby or the kid's going to have a bad experience or you're going to ruin for somebody else or just going to be a nightmare, right? And we were in the same boat, right? We're here having kids and we wouldn't go out to eat a lot or just wouldn't go out to eat at all because of just the chaos that would come with that. And we came upon this thing where the 10 spoon theory and how this evolved and how we put this into approach is that one night we went out and we got there and a waiter comes up and he gives the little kid a spoon. And lo and behold, our little guy, Luke, he's happy as a clam with that spoon. Playing around this and, you know, now Peely and I are able to engage and be more part and more present there for dinner because the little guy's got the spoon until he drops that spoon. 
And anybody with a firstborn, right? It was like anything that touches the floor, it's like you have to burn it, like put it out into hell because it's now touched the ground, right? So here, what do we need to do? Now the baby's upset because he wants a spoon. We can't give him the spoon because the spoon's dirty. So we have to flag down the waiter, take the waiter and say, hey, can I get another spoon? So they bring it to the next spoon and then the same thing repeats. So our idea of having a part where we can go out there and be together as a family now starts to get thwarted because now we're chasing down spoons in each and every time. Well, Peely has this fantastic idea. Instead of going out there and just getting that one spoon, let's ask for 10 spoons from the start. Don't have to explain, don't have to ask anything else, we ask for 10 spoons. Now, we don't go out there and give the kid 10 spoons, he's just gonna drop them on the floor right now, is that we go, we get 10 spoons, and as they drop a spoon, we just hand them another. And as we drop a spoon, we just hand them another. And we allow the problem that we saw no longer become a problem, but we give it the aid and the ability to be the solution. So if you ask yourself today, right, where's your 10 spoon theory? Where are you looking at some so secular that is just the problem? It's just the thing that's in front of you. Like that is my issue, right? Instead of saying, well, that issue is just my opportunity to provide solutions. I heard it put very well is that the guy was sitting there. He went home to visit his family and at while he was visiting his family, his mom was there and he's a big CEO now does a lot of work. And all she says to him was like, man, like for this big CEO, you sound like you have a ton of problems. And he thought about it and he said, you know, mom, you're right. I do have a ton of problems. But my success is on the ability to solve bigger problems. And everything I've been able to do today, everything I've been able to grow into is based on my ability to create solutions for bigger and bigger problems. And his mom being you know, a nine to fiver for all her life, working a constant job, going to straight to retirement, right? That's going to be her path, right? He said, the truth is you, as an employee for someone else, are a solution for that person's problems. The difference is that as the worker, you don't see the solution as you because the CEO is on higher and higher range from you. And so as he or she has these problems, he or she is finding these solutions and you have become a solution to one of their problems. So you think about you, you think about your life here, are you being the solution for someone else's problems and just now facing your issues as the biggest thing in front of you? Or are you creating solutions for the problems that are in front of each and every one of us? If you're not having the impact in your life, if you're not having the impact in your day, is it because you are not taking on the new rule, no rules principle? You're not finding your 10 spoon theory part of your evolution of the day? Or is it that you're waiting for someone else to help you? I'd much rather bet in me, bet on myself, then wait for somebody else to come around to have the energy to have the time to bet on myself for me. All right, that's what I got today. If you like what you hear, make sure you go down there, hit that like and subscribe. Share this out with someone today who needs to understand to no longer let those rules define them, to find the new rules and to find their 10 spoon theory. All right, this is the Live 100 podcast. Make sure you go down there, hit that follow and make sure to share this with someone who can help you with. Let's do this. Mm-hmm.